foundation of wrestling.eventbrite.com standalone wrestling it's going to be coming to norwich connecticut definitely looking forward to debuting in connecticut it's our first time up there there's a kalisto meet and greet which you get to meet him and you get a front row that's 50 there's a front row for 30 and there's also a vip white glove upgrade which is a picture in the ring with our ring announcer and one standalone roster account which is 35 so we have all different prices and then we go down to a 20 dollar ga as well so again there's something for everybody as far as the price structure goes to work with a group called vet ticks where we give free tickets away to the vets and their families connecticut will be one well if you want to laugh you know the, the person who's in that family that likes comedy stuff is going to like that if you want to see john wayne murdoch and like some hardcore spots and you're into that type of thing you're going to get that you know if you want to see women's wrestling you're going to get some of that you know so a, a great mixture of you know seven to nine matches to give a value for everybody and then to also give them something that they want to come back and see again anybody that's in the connecticut area watching this go out and support this $20 GA ticket, $30 front row ticket, and you also have VIP upgrades. Check out the website. Check out the interview. Davey Richards. I see TJ Perkins, Marco Stunt. But you also have guys like Bob Backlund who's going to be there. If you're anywhere near the Norwich area on May 21st, you're going to want to check that out. Standalone Wrestling. Some one hell of a card. Marco Stunt on the card. You have Nyla Rose, John Silver. You've got Kalisto for the meet and greet. Kalisto. If you don't think kids are going to want to see this masked wrestler, get your your tickets early get the vip package get your photo your autographs line it up and let's knock this out of the park at pistol pizza norway 50 vip 30 front row 20 general admission check them out at foundation of wrestling.eventbrite.com or check out our recent interview with chad menace and go to that pistol pete show because if we don't pack out pistol pete's the chances of him coming back to this area very low and especially look at the quality of that card you got tjp matt Matt Tremont, John Wayne Murdoch, one of the up-and-comers on IWTV. And this is going to be an IWTV pay-per-view. The Pro Wrestling Vault. 35 short stories including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Just cause I love my podcast. Working fans. I shed blood for my podcast. Right or die. Let a podcast holler where my podcast. The pussy at. All I want to hear is right here, my podcast. Somebody say something about a podcast. You won't take this from me, baby. You will not take this from me, baby. Fans, welcome to the Working Fans Podcast presents AKA Slippery Joe's Funhouse, where we bring you a bonus podcast each week presenting your favorite podcast's favorite stuff. Now, we have some Tape Traders Guide to the 90s coming up. We have some Cult in Connecticut. We'll be bringing you some Peter X. Morosky and a variety of other things through year two. As always, we are brought to you by the Pro Wrestling Vault Volume 1, 
and Lance by Chance, written by Vinnie Berry, available at WrestleVille.com, by Super Vows, and Pas de Deux, written by Kevin Kelton, available on Amazon, AO Money Meach, Camouflage, When the Deadbolt Breaks, Buzzard Canyon, the great people over at Connecticut People Records, our wrestling commentary home of New Heights Wrestling. And today we are going to be talking Monday Night Raw viewership numbers. Like anytime with these numbers, I get them from the WrestleNomics Patreon. And I'm trying not to go over my head on explaining them. Like Raw had 1,647,000 viewers on average. That's the lowest viewership since January 17th. And it's crazy to think that almost 2 million viewers is its lowest. It's down 9% from last week in total viewership on average. The three highest quarter hours were the first one with the Seth and Cody live promo. That was 1,873,000 viewers. The second lowest or the second highest was Naomi and Sasha versus Ripley and Liv Morgan, the ad break, the Ripley promo, and then the DeVille Bel Air promo. That was the third segment, and that was 1,839,000. So not too much of a dip, a little dip, and then bounce back up for that third segment. And then that happens again from the third to the fifth segment, where Owens, Ezekiel, and Chad Gable had the live promo, and then you had Gable versus Ezekiel. And that was the fifth segment. 1,827,000 viewers. So the three highest viewed segments are up there. Now, the three lowest viewed quarter hours were Cody versus Owens and the ad break. That was the last segment of the show, the 12th one, at 1,398,000 viewers. The second lowest viewed quarter hour was Lashley almost MVP promo the Cody Rhodes entrance and the first two minutes of the match. That was the 11th segment. And that was 1,406,000 viewers. And the third lowest viewed segment was the double commitment ceremony and the ad break. That was a 10th segment at 1,495,000 viewers. Now to give you an idea, SmackDown, its highest segment, 2,343,000 viewers. Its lowest segment was 2,040,000. Dynamite's highest segment, 1,131,000 viewers. It's lowest, 948,000. So SmackDown is obviously the top show. Raw, second. And Dynamite is hanging in there for third. It's the highest contending amongst like Impact, MLW, New Japan. But it's just not... It's touching like maybe getting close to Raw, but not even touching SmackDown. So how does Dynamite attempt to bridge the gap? I think they're doing a good job right now with the people they're bringing, the people they have on their roster, having a CM Punk match every night, having a Daniel Bryan match most every night. You've got Sting coming out a lot. You've got the Hardy Boys. You've got that roster, and I think as time goes on, because they've only been going a couple of years, I think they will do better at bridging that gap. How much does a network affect viewership? SmackDown obviously being on Fox. USA has Raw. Is Fox that much different from Raw? Let us know in the comments. I'm not 100% sure. I would think you'd be able to get either and TNT for that matter with like most basic cable. But I mean, I'm, I'm direct TV. I've got it's 
I don't know how wild of a plan, but it has all of these. And, you know, maybe Fox being that bigger network, giving it more of a sports push. I've seen WWE brought up during football, which is kind of funny now that the WWE is claiming they had better social media than the Super Bowl. And the only last question I have here is, does that third hour make a difference or not? It's you see Dynamite and Smack. Well, SmackDown does real good numbers. Dynamite is holding in there. Raw, that third hour is where you see the most drop off. But even at their lowest drop off, there's still one in a third million, a little over. So I don't know if you can really get away from being that. Let me see. Cage my IQ. I think being on Fox, that is big. I didn't know it was a free main channel. So that would account for like that get that bigger gap in SmackDown viewership because Raw, you would think SmackDown and Raw are more or less the same thing. I went to SmackDown this past Friday in Worcester and it was a good show live. T on TV, it might have been disappointing, but I mean, live, we got the dark match of Cody and Seth, so that was great. How is Dynamite going to compete? And that's really the biggest question. Like, I don't think they should add a third hour. They're kind of at their sweet spot now, have a couple different shows. Having three hours definitely drags Raw out, and it would be a well-rated show if they just did the two hours. Like I was saying, when you have so many viewers in that third hour, does it make sense to cut it? Like, I don't know. I'm worried SmackDown is eventually going to go to that third hour and maybe start dragging down what's a good show there. But like you said, Fox has the bigger numbers. Tomorrow, I'm hoping to come back with NXT numbers. I plan on having far less to say about NXT than this. So hopefully I can bring some kind of news story or something with it. Thank you for tuning in, Cage My IQ. And anybody watching this later on, leave your thoughts in the comments. Let us know, like, how much do you think the network affects the viewership and what can dynamite do to bridge the gap until tomorrow have a good day all right so that wraps us up for this week thank you again for listening to the working fans podcast so as always you can find us on twitter at fans working our facebook page is working fans wrestling pod we have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also that's working fans wrestling pod at gmail.com follow us on instagram working fans wrestling underscore pod and then as always please continue to listen to us on anchor.fm google podcast spotify breaker overcast pocket cast radio public all your major platforms if you're following us on apple podcast which we are also on now and youtube please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating it helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week 